it looks like a you know it it's it looks like a proper full stop very right? boilerplate announcement you know he probably has gone googled for retirement announcements copy pasted <laughs> something here <laughs> there i see it's very boilerplate more mipsum dorem biryani lorem mipsum 3d yeah tv empire to director we have a player review can we rock and roll please What's common to a popular non-IIT engineering college near the desert and the sun sign symbolized by a fish? Well, it's bits and pieces. That's right. We are back taking a little more poetic liberty than we should uh, with episode Unis of the friendliest cricket podcast. And we as always have a heady assembly of friends, Romans and countrymen. Starting with the Roman in the mix today, it's not Roman Powell, but it is Arun Jawagal Srinath. was blazed his own sripath to glory and landed not in rome but in switzerland close enough say hello srinath how are you this proper poetry man thank you oh, yeah it's very very good great great to have srinath back on the pod it's been a while i said we have an assembly of friends romans and countrymen i nitin sundar happened to be the friend in the mix and a mallu one at that and hence i don't say countrymen i instead invite to the pod our one and only the kendrymen Say hi, PGK. How are you doing? <laughs> that is another very nice. I was waiting to see if you would see, do country men in the beginning or country can at the end. But nice. Oh I really like this. This was brilliant. <laughs> PGK, as always, on the ball, he's seeing where the puck is going to go. He's like even <laughs> deciphering terrible puns before they land. That is a special skill for sure. We have a lot to talk about today and a lot not to talk about. We will get to the IPL. There is no escaping it. But before that, firstly. Let's talk about key happenings in international cricket guys. Let's talk about this extremely nice guy, seen as a paragon of virtue in the sport. He had a short and very influential stint as an international captain, led his team in an unforgettable if not entirely successful World Cup campaign. He played the very first game of the IPL back in 2008 and no one can forget it. And he is now a left field unexpected appointment as an international coach for a team going through massive crisis. Let's talk about Rahul Dravid guys. <laughs> <sighs> so yeah, we uh, we'll come back to Rahul Dravid later but uh, everything that I said is also true of Brendan McCallum who has uh, of course famously been appointed as the coach of the English test team. Uh thoughts guys with Ben Stokes as captain and now McCallum as coach are England going to finally stop losing? Oh. Yeah, big big topic to get started with. I mean, I I really like the appointment because they are going for all the usual international coach merry-go-round candidates, Graham Ford and Gary Kirsten and all these people. I'm glad they've gone for something that is seen as very left field, right? Like English media is generally English cricket generally tends to get its uh, pants in a twist with these kind of appointment like you're like This guy has never coached a first class team. He's never done a red ball stint ever. But like dude, properly influential captain will work well with Stokes. Very interestingly, Stokes and McCallum have this uh, past history where both of them could have been All Blacks playing for the New Zealand rugby team. Now they're united as uh, yeah. Stokes is uh, from New Zealand, also played rugby, same for McCallum, uh, but uh, yeah, good to see them come together. I'm pretty kicked about it because uh, as the cliche goes, test cricket needs a strong fill in the blank and that includes England as well. So, hey. I mean, look, honestly, I just think that does anyone really think that England's problem is that they don't have the right coach? Does anyone think that England's problem is that they don't have the right captain? They don't have batsmen. They have not had batsmen for like 20 years. So, there isn't been a single england batsman in the last 20 years other than maybe peterson Cook, man who has been able kevin peterson come on, okay come on. fair peterson all right fine peterson all right but we all know that peterson did not really grow up playing in england like he grew up playing in south africa so of course he came to england but i'm saying that the problem is everyone knows that the problem is that england pitches england system england county i mean that is where and that has been going on for decades and that is what is preventing them from creating like great bowlers and great batsmen who can consistently win them games outside england i don't see how mccallum can change that although there was one there's one good thing which is that mccallum can probably influence that because new zealand was in a very similar place 
um, maybe around some eight ten years back, where their pitches were all they always used. The, remember, they always used the word spongy <laughs> with New Zealand pitches. Only with New Zealand pitches. All New Zealand pitches are spongy. I never understood what this meant. They're like it's spongy, okay? And now, if you see New Zealand pitches, apparently are like way faster, and there are many types of pitches. That's why you have like. and a jazz patel coming through and that's why you have like all different types of bowlers and batsmen that are fairly versatile so if mccallum is able to like beat up a few groundsmen and make that happen okay good that's nice uh, but i don't expect change to happen i think i think there's like several underrated aspects of uh, where england's gone to the dogs right in the last couple of years so first uh, silverwood was appointed because he was assistant to the previous coach then they made him chief selector they removed the entire selection panel okay no one does this chief selector head coach everything and you're playing 12 months a year and uh, obviously joe root decided to stay on like a like a proper dhenier move he didn't he refused to be called away <laughs> so he didn't leave and whatever like there was no director of cricket uh, till since strauss left so like all of this stuff and i agree i mean they have one massive system which needs which has lots of problems like pgk said So now they are trying to fix that one by one. Uh, white ball, red ball, split, good for them because they keep playing all year. Uh, yeah. The your Chris Silverwood reference reminded me of the office <laughs> assistant to the general manager. <laughs> It makes him the Dwight Schrute of cricket. Uh, and you could say that uh, the entire England team is functioning a bit like Dunlop Mifflin, right? Uh, quite It's dysfunctional, panel, yeah. uh, must be said. And, and you can make a staying alive, staying alive joke as well. So. Okay. <laughs> Mekalam as coach, uh, you know, uh, it's a bit of an insult to say he is not coached first class team. So, Kolkata Knight Riders is a first class first team, class. of course. It's not a red ball <laughs> team, <laughs> first class. But he's had a terrible time as the Kolkata Knight Riders coach. In fact, uh, his uh, trysts with leadership outside of New Zealand have actually been with Kolkata. Famously, yeah. back in the fake IPL player season, he was one of the many multiple <laughs> rotating captains, and I think he was the guy left with the carcass at the end of it, right? Like uh, after. the whole thing uh, bombed i think they through that terrible season that they had uh, mccallum was the one leading them and the entire team was one collective zombie that he was leading not very different from how kkr is faring this year uh, uh, you know it's i have a theory about mccallum though uh, he probably doesn't fare too well in these leadership roles if he is uh, under the scanner a lot in in new zealand obviously he could do what he wanted i don't know if uh, the england job will be you know as uh, as easy for him but we'll find out we'll find out i i'm fully waiting for a my entire impression of mccallum during the kkr stint was that he just seems to have like some kind of absurd standards with batting fielding etc and if he just wants people to get there and if he doesn't then he just sulks and sits there and passive aggressively like wants people to get there so i'm i'm just waiting to see in the one off test i expect mccallum to walk out and say screw this nonsense i will bat myself okay and come on and just like play But yeah, it'll be good. Let's see what happens. It was his last uh, test innings where he uh, scored that fast yeah. hundred, whatever against Australia. The thing with McCallum is, uh, as a player, he's actually gone through a lot, right? Like this whole Ross Taylor McCallum fight when they became captain. There was this big controversy and everything. First match, if I remember right, when he took over, they got all out for some fifty or forty-five or something like that in forty-seven yeah, or something in, yeah. in South yeah. Africa. So I think that that innings also included uh, Ross Taylor in the dressing room. It was proper proper shambles, and from there uh, he made that uh, whatever couple of really good years for New Zealand as captain, including that three hundred. I think he was the captain, right? When he when he made triple uh, hundred against India, and finally, yeah, uh, to I think they beat England uh, in twenty fifteen or something in in England, which I think is after a long time. So yeah, I mean he's done a fair bit of leadership stuff within courts. Yeah. But he was the captain when they went to the finals in twenty. Yeah, he was. Yes, and famously got out trying to hit Mitchell Stark for a six of the Correct. third ball of the match. <laughs> went down the track and lost his stumps. But uh, yeah, that's that's the way he played the entire World Cup. Good luck to Brendan McCallum. Uh, I think the biggest uh, impact of his appointment is that it is going to be a little more difficult to hit the England team. Because McCallum is someone who's universally loved. I think all of us do love him. It'll be tough to hate that team so much. So let's see what what they bring together. Mm-hmm. 
we have of course not been watching too much of the IPL, but there is enough of it happening on Twitter. And the most recent stuff that has happened is the comedy around Ambati Raidu and Chennai Super Kings. So Ambati Raidu. Tell us about Raidu, it. Then tell us what's happening with Chennai Super Kings and me, Ambati Raidu for our wonderful listeners. Let me try and read out that. Tweet <laughs> if I can. Let me. I like how it is so complicated that even after reading it, okay, chances are we may not be able to explain it. But let's try anyway. So this is the tweet from Ambati Raidu and this was tweeted at 12.46pm today and that's about 3 hours back, less than 3 hours back. I am happy to announce that this will be my last IPL. I have had a wonderful time playing it and being a part of two great teams for 13 years. Would love to sincerely thank Mumbai Indians and CSK for the wonderful journey. Right. So he's happy, he's sincere and uh, it looks like a, you know, it, it's, it looks like a proper full stop. Very right? boilerplate announcement, you know. He probably has gone, googled for retirement announcements, copy-pasted some <laughs> things here, there. Uh, Dor- very Lorem Ipsum Dorem Biryani. <laughs> Lorem Ipsum 3D. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's exactly what it is. The timing is, of course, uh, I mean, you couldn't fault him for the timing. CSK's uh, season And, and is... to, to be fair to Ambati Raidu, Ambati Raidu has decided, listen, I'm not going to have any controversy over here. I'm going to cover all my bases. I'm going to say I'm happy to announce. I'm going to make sure I thank Mumbai Indians as well, just in case somebody there says that, hey, listen, you played for Mumbai as well. No, no, no. I don't want to seem ungrateful. Let me thank everybody. Let me make this a clean break. And I will do it now. Before the season is over, so there is no... Everyone knows it and it's just quiet. Th- these things are very famous. Uh, these are foretellings of what is going to come, right? Like tweets that precede fortunate <laughs> events, right, for people. So, Parthiv Patel, I think, announced his uh, retirement middle of a season or before a season. Next day, Mumbai Indians keeping coach or mentor. That's all. This moves straight. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder what... Uh, what and, and, I, and I like yeah. that Ambati Raidu clearly has spent some time and effort thinking about this because Ambati Raidu has had a controversial career. Like, if you look at early Ambati Raidu career, there has been a lot of whispers and people saying how, oh, he's actually very difficult to work with and he's not a professional. And if I'm not wrong, didn't Ambati Raidu also play in the ICL? Yes, and then and get the amnesty, banned. And he yes. was banned and then he comes. So, he's been... He understands, you know, I have always made trouble in the past. Let me not make trouble now. Let me just go out quietly and let me be dignified about it. And hopefully this is how people will remember me. And And then what happens? The interesting thing about, uh, of course, Raidu in retirement also (laughs) is, uh, even before this is already a trist that has been going on for a while. Oh, uh, yeah, there was a 3D retirement also. Yes, that you want to talk 3D. about the 3D retirement? Oh, I forgot about that altogether. Wow. <laughs> right. So clearly, so, this is like yeah, a so, draft that is lying in his inbox. So, he's no, no, so, so his two retirement tweets have actually spanned the, uh, you know, the spectrum of happiness, one should say. Because the first tweet was in complete disgust, anger and disappointment at having been left out of India's 2019 World Cup squad. Of course, Vijay Shankar famously was picked in Raidu's tread and uh, because he was a three-dimensional player, <laughs> Raidu was considered to have only one or maybe two dimensions. Uh, this one was a very, very <laughs> happy tweet, right? And like PGK said, we he hoped that, you know, this is something that you just go into the ether, you know, happy, warm feelings, play a couple of games, maybe get a guard of honor, uh, get denied a strike by Dodi one last time before he, you know, waddles off into the sunset. But <laughs> that's not what happened. The tweet has since been deleted. And I believe CSK has come out with a statement saying, no, Raidu has not retired. <laughs> they have, <we> have understood. <laughs> Apropos of our decision from India Simmons headquarters, <laughs> Ambati Raidu shall continue to be an unretired player. CSK are basically playing this as an IPL auction on Twitter, right? Like, this guy put something, like, paddle is up. Like, what legends? <laughs> And Abhati Raidu's tweet has been deleted. So now Abhati Raidu is also like, dude, what is this? Can I just like go? What is this entire retirement thing? Please let me go. CSK have been doing this now, right? Uh, there is one player who wants to play one last time in Chennai and retire. They are not, they're playing him <laughs> everywhere else. There is one player who potentially is the best player in their squad. They made him captain and then they, I don't know what happened to him, but Ravindra Jadeja has disappeared for all practical purposes. He's not, now, not even in the, within the team now. They sent him out of the bubble and all that. He's probably back home. He is playing with his horses, which is probably better than <laughs> what his teammates are doing on the field, right? So the family-friendly podcast, I'd like to repeat, there's no hidden meaning there. <laughs> Well, well, of course, but it is horses for courses, of course. And, and practicing uh, push oh, yes. We should add. We should add. CSK have obviously had a very bad auction. Safe to say now, 
it was safe to say this four years back when they came back with the same old dad's army and but they then went on to win that ipl and <laughs> confounded everyone uh, it was safe to say it again last year but they again came back with the same dad dad's army who are now granddad's army and they won it one more time after that i think everyone shut up and said you know we don't know what's going on with that team these guys will continue playing but now i think it's safe to say that this era is over and next year they probably they're not they're going to have dregs of this team they're going to be forced to play some new faces ultimately the really interesting part now is that as a result of this entire nonsense where somebody who wants to play for csk and was seen as the captain is now out someone who does not want to play is now in and there is dhoni in the middle of all those and no one knows what dhoni wants and it doesn't look like they have they don't have any any successors right now so dhoni is going to remain the captain for like the next 3 years or so until the next mega auction comes <laughs> really who else are they going to give the captaincy to? i don't know man like just it's uh, a good point simar ritraj goykwad is it no no way <laughs> Utappa Utappa is uh, yeah he's Utappa yeah Utappa <laughs> just the the founder of youth that you need to He is the right the age to become CSK <laughs> captain just hitting mid 30s CSK perfect I bet right now Utappa is in what room with the CSK manager please let me go please I want to go home now <laughs> no, no 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 you have to stay here no no give me your phone also. let's delete twitter it's a sad state of affairs at csk hopefully they will get their act together they have a couple more games we believe they're at the bottom of the table having lost to mumbai indians as well like that that really has to be the final boss i i watched i watched highlights and uh, beautifully the ipl website kept this bit in the highlights last ball of uh, csk's innings very much like watching one of these uh, police charity legends game sort of things <laughs> exactly it was literally as they say village cricket there's there's one bouncer that goes over uh, dhoni's head right so dhoni does well left to the bouncer and starts running to the other end it's clearly it's clearly a wide for overhead whatever height and all then the other guy starts running ishan kishan is hit direct hit umpire can't even be bothered to signal wide right? because they are all out right so <laughs> like no <laughs> run for you no 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 let, 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 let me add some more color okay so uh, in this game what happens is Ch- chennai just going to complete collapse okay now chennai has been collapsing but this is an utter collapse where dhoni comes out to bat in i Somehow, think 8 over yeah. 9 over or something so they're only like 5 down 6 down okay and by the time it is like the 14th over they are 9 down right and they're like some 85 or 9 or something like that and so in the 15th over and this is just when commentators are like gearing up for swiggy what is that swiggy instamart that fastest five okay at that point in time so the <laughs> last <laughs> ball of the over 14.5 the last ball of the over ball a bouncer and dhoni just sees the ball go past him and he sprints straight to the non strikers end and he <laughs> reason he's sprinting to the non strikers end is because he wants to keep strike in the next over now there are five overs left right you don't need to bolt like this but he bolts and he bolts he reaches the other end and turns around and sees mukesh, i don't know yeah. the number 11 was it mukesh i don't know who it was i think it was mukesh see god i don't even remember the names now okay so i think it was mukesh someone okay so he doesn't reach in time and he's out <laughs> by a distance distance as in like he's like somewhere in the middle of the pitch like when you have the when they do then the umpire of course because umpires are now going up for third umpire for all this shit but for no balls they can't go but for this they go up to the third umpire when the third umpire comes you can just see as the bails are being removed the bat is like entering the camera <laughs> the camera is just starting to see the toe end of the bat and so he was that out he wasn't even close um and dhoni reaches the other end and by the time so dhoni has reached the other end he turns around and watches him get run out and <laughs> dhoni is like glaring at him like i ran from here to there you couldn't come you you should have started running right from the beginning and of course he had no idea what was going on and then, and of course and then dhoni just like storms back into the pavilion and yeah and <laughs> chennai of course go end up losing of course you would think that mumbai would have coasted through but no mumbai also tried to lose a little bit in the middle they said yeah, oh they let's also like give away five wickets, wickets. Right? yeah let's yeah. give away five wickets for like 40 runs and then make this a little more interesting a customary low score for rohit sharma who is uh, What do we say? What do we say about Rohit Sharma and Virat Kohli anymore about the IPL? They were, I, I think each of them has added one or two more ducks in the last week. Kohli yeah. had some 20 runs, man. That's more than last two weeks combined. He's now, yeah, he's gone from looking shocked to sad to now, you know, it's just a resigned smile. I think the next time he gets out for no, a duck, no. he'll start laughing After like a maniac or something. Smile, it was resigned smile. Yesterday, if you see, it was prayers. Like, you know, it was after he got out, he was walking back. 
Yeah, no, no, no. When he's walking out, he has both of his hands up, and he's like actually talking to the gods and all. So now you know, like he's now going to embrace religion. Okay, in some more time, this is where <laughs> it's going. Okay, Kohli has now reached this point. Uh, as they say, I do not recommend Virat Kohli for sheer comfort and long life. <laughs> so at this point, <laughs> you know, you know yeah. the weirdest part about Kohli, right? The Kohli's wickets is that. I am pretty sure that by now there is like a WhatsApp group of all captains basically just to discuss how to get Kohli out because it's not <laughs> even like there is they make it out in the same way each time it's like every time they find a different way and it always looks like a plan and somehow I feel like admin of that group is Kane Williamson Kane Williamson just <laughs> knows how to do it right like if you see there are two SRH matches both two SRH first matches, ballers first ballers but did you see the way he gets him out both times could not be more different. The first time it was Kohli's batting, and then he's like, "Okay, he gives it to Marco Jensen and says, 'Come around the wicket and bowl just like on the fifth stump line. I'll keep like a slip.' And then he stands there and Park took it goes goes to slip, and then everyone is like, 'Oh my God, Kane knew it. Kane understands. This is what Kohli is going through. He comes in this angle, brilliant. Next match, you would think again he would do the same thing. But <laughs> no, Kane is like, 'Here, who is the spinner in this team? There is no spinner in SRH. There are absolutely Suchit. no spinners. Like what? Ha, who does he get? Suchit.'" Who is coached by Muttaya Murlitharan? Muttaya Murlitharan. They have four forget. fast bowlers and no spinners. They catch that one spinner whom they must have taken from like Hyderabad station and said, ah, listen, you bowl here. <laughs> Just bowl at this point. <laughs> and Kane is standing there. Kane is like, I know he will hit to me. I'm standing in mid-wicket. You bowl, sir. Don't worry. He bowls. Correctly, Kohli hits and goes to Kane. And Kane is like, ah, I told you. This is what is going to Yesterday, happen. man, like they have Rabada and uh, <laughs> all these, you know, fast bowlers, Arshadeep, top of his form. Harpreet Brar is opening the bowling because Kohli is on strike. Like, that is what it has come to, right? Left arm spin, first over. I, I, I was just imagining if that actually is a WhatsApp group. It must now be getting inundated with forwards from everywhere because you can pretty much bowl anything now and get Kohli out, right? Like, it is, <laughs> WhatsApp University can now get Kohli out. Does anyone feel like RCB is very, very close to RCB? Like, I, I just felt it after looking at the last match. Now, if you look at the table right now, the table is, like, in the top four, you have Gujarat, you have LSG, you have RR, and then you have uh, these guys, RCB. RCB at four. And then there is that line. You can see the table where they have that dotted line. And then right <laughs> below that, you have, like, DC, KKR, all of this. And I'm, and I'm looking at this and saying, ha, I have seen this. I know this script. Okay, there are, like, one or two games left. You know... And RCB, you look at, you go to the right and you look at their net run rate. They have the lowest net run. They're in negative minus 0.3 something. And I'm like, ah, I know this. If I am an RCB fan, I know this script. 13 years, I have seen this. And there are two batches to go. They are not qualified. They are, some nonsense is going it's, to happen. They're not going to happen. It's a perfect summary of this IPL season. Uh, RR are the only past champions in the playoffs. That's what is going to happen, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, nobody else has won anything. <laughs> RCB, though, over the years have consistently been in the playoffs um, quite a bit for a team that has absolutely never won. And they promptly lose, right? If they make it, they just scrape through third or fourth and they lose at the first opportunity and exit. So it would be, you know, playing to form whether they finish fourth or even if they finish fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. So everything is RCB territory only. That entire area is RCB territory, to be honest. So I'm sure RCB will RCB this season. It, it reminds me of that. You, you read that. Uh, Osman Samyuddin has this amazing piece, I think it was for Wisden, on, uh, it's called the Hall of Pakistan. Yeah, right? yeah. Which is a phenomenal piece about, uh, and I'll just quickly describe it because of course Nitin and Srinath know about it. What it feels like when, because Pakistan is known for doing these like complete turnarounds in the, when they are like bowling especially, when the opposition is chasing. They just get to this point where it looks like the game is coasting and the, it's over and then suddenly they get like a wicket and then there is this feeling like, Samyuddin writes like it's like a tamasha that takes over. Like there is an entire thing that takes over. Everyone is like, oh, we know what's going to happen over here. We have seen this happen. And it doesn't happen often, but when it does, it's like unstoppable. And there's nothing anybody can do. It's like a force of nature. I feel RCB is like that. <laughs> they are at that point right now. This is that unstoppable force. I have seen this. RCB <laughs> are not qualified. I, it is... I, you heard it here first. <laughs> they are not qualified. It is the Hall of Pakistan, but it is the Halat of RCB. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to say that it is, it's the Chahal of RCB, but he's not there anymore. But yeah. Yuzvendar Chahal uh, bowled a beautiful ball at David Warner uh, sometime last week. The ball spun past Warner, hit the stumps, the bail lifted the, off the groove, uh, the lights came on, but the bail then fell back. 
into the group and Warner was not out. Everyone had a cheeky smile. Warner went on to win the game for uh, for Delhi against Rajasthan. And this has, uh, you know, become a topic of discussion now. Uh, Sanjay Manjrekar has weighed in with his opinion. It would have been a wicket, deserving for Chahal, who bowled superbly, he said. It was a terrible shot from Warner and it didn't get a wicket. Unless it's adding an aesthetic value, they should just get rid of the bales because they're completely redundant with LED technology. What do you guys I feel think? like if, if the quote that you just said uh, were actually from the bales about Manjrekar, it would still be true. That's, that's what I'm going to say. Yeah, that is true. Except that there are no LED lights uh, to replace Sanju. I think the, the whole thing goes back a few years, right? Like when they added these zinc bales, there was a bunch of... Uh, obviously, the LED stuff made the bales so much more heavier. And during the World Cup uh, in England in 2019, there was like four or five times when batsmen... I think including Stokes once. Ball Yorker properly hit the stumps and the bales didn't fall. So I do see his... But I, I, I don't know what the solution is because like... Removing bales is all fine, but then the onus is on the umpire, right? Look at to get all three stumps in a line, and there's all of that stuff that the 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 guy at square leg needs to do. There's a lot of work that needs to go, and the bales are not just an aesthetic function in that sense. So it's like so much more work for the guy on field, and I don't know if they're even good at what they do otherwise. That you're adding more work to the the guys on on field. And what yeah. if the lights don't come? Yeah. Right? You never know, right? Sometimes the lights don't come. Yeah, like there's a power cut and no DRS, bales don't work. But <laughs> <laughs> LED repair, sir. <laughs> you have to go to Ritchie Street <laughs> to replace it. <laughs> but there is also, you're right, it was the 2019 World Cup where suddenly it felt like, oh my God, the bales are not there. And only in cricket do you have debates that are extremely intractable and very, very nuanced and all of these weird topics and look at this and the thing i remember in 2019 world cup was there was this huge debate on the solution where they said that what you have to do is you have to make the groove shallower right and everybody was chiming in right even even i think jimmy isham and all was tweeting and saying oh there is something he was actually tweeting really uh, weird stuff he's saying oh there is an accelerometer so the accelerometer oh is there then the sh- things have to be shallow. Like, <laughs> wow only in cricket can you have such a geeky discussion on three fucking sticks that are there with some stick. no <laughs> we will discuss this we will de- destroy this thing and we will take it apart so that it makes sure that everyone knows about it as it is drs nobody understands now, on top of this, you want to basically make this Bales thing. Uh. Uh, but uh, another famous commentator, or uh, someone we like a little more, also weighed in. And I'm going to, this is what he had to say. See, it's a, it's a catch-22 situation. Suppose I play the ball forward defensive, and it rolls on to the stumps at a very slow pace, touches it, and the Bales don't fall off. Is he out or not out? Then the debate will start there as well. So, you know, if you're looking from a bowler's point of view, you know, you might say the lights have flashed. And flashed hard. No, he didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> the rule that it has existed over a hundred years, you know, there's an element of, you know, suspense. It's, you know, sure. whether it'll fall, not fall, you know, that makes for, uh, you know, luck factor coming into play. So if you have bales, mm. then the bales should fall off. Okay. Then you say tomorrow, get rid of the bales, then go by the lights. Why change it? You know, it's it, it is it's it's there for a hundred years. You know. Absolutely. Now that Sanjay Manjrekar has weighed in, now we know that the exact opposite is going to happen. Some bowler is going to ball, and the wind will blow, and the bales will fall. Will be given out, and then it'll be like, oh, this, this they'll take Sanjay Manjrekar's tweet and put it there. It says, look, look at this idiot who said that we should not have bales. So yeah. And you know how Sanjay Manjrekar would then respond? He would say, you should look at what I said holistically, not just take bits and pieces of what I said <laughs> and, and interpret it to your liking. There have been much more interesting things happening off-field, uh, in between overs especially. And we thought we'll spend some time talking about the ads that we've been seeing around the IPL, which uh, have ranged from good, bad, ugly, ridiculous and absolutely confounding, right? The entire spectrum of quality. Let's talk about your favorite ads or, or the least liked ads, whichever ads you want to talk about. Okay, ads that I thought were good but are also starting to become slightly weird are the Dream 11 <laughs> ads. Okay, so the Dream 11 <laughs> yes. ads actually, it seems, I mean, there are two sets of ads, by the way, going on to Dream 11, right? So there is one set of ads, which is the whole, um, they're telling like individual cricketers, like in black uh, and the white, stories. Some yeah, stories, yeah. right? And the yeah. stories are not bad because the thing is that 
they've got the likeness very well they've got the likeness very well and the stories seem to have a certain amount of resonance as well and maybe i'm a little biased but they seem authentic doesn't look like they're scripted in a studio i feel like there is a some semblance of a truth in it which obviously they may have stretched a little bit um it doesn't like for instance if you look at say what ashwin is saying that oh there was this person who was giving soup outside the stadium and you're like yeah this is not something that you can make up sitting in a writer's room right there has it's to be it's a real story kind of a, the, yeah the it has to be a real story was, yeah. that you are yeah. taking and doing something with it so that's fine but they are also now taking it to weird territories right so now the the dream level ad that i never understood is the one where they just pop up and they basically say main ye kar leta hu tum dream 11 pe <laughs> ye banao which used to be fine where people uh. would just like walk into the room where they're playing pool and they say oh main ye kar leta hu tum now it is random now there is a pile of clothes suddenly from their rohit sharma <laughs> is popping out and saying bhai ye kar leta hu and you're like what is he doing kya kar lete ho what are you going to do ashwin randomly popping out of a cupboard main ye kar leta hu tum dream 11 pe dream banao oh, why are you coming out of a cupboard dude why are you saying that even <laughs> the dream 11 ad with that entire soup thing the camera angles it looks like they have to have some fun so with ashwin it says this weirdest camera angle in the world where it is shooting from behind him he's practically turning around his shoulder and he's looking right behind there and he's like staring into the camera it's a very very it's called behind movie. the scenes dude <laughs> <laughs> you're right um i think yeah the reason dream 11 has two sets of ads is because they are targeting them to their uh, you know to the audience that they're going after they are after all kelo democracy uh anyway my favorite moment in the dream 11 ads is uh, the one that ends with hardik and krunal i think dancing together like absolute songies <laughs> i don't yeah. have a better <laughs> on the right half of the screen whenever i see that i have a chuckle right so that's a good ad the spotify ads of course uh, i think have hit a it has hit the sweet spot should be said i think i think it's important to this this interlude is key because uh one i don't know what you guys are talking about and two i'm really jealous <laughs> that you have ads i was just i was just watching the only ad that's on television here so i watched the ipl on yup tv so it starts off with uh, giant loaves of bread ham uh, some burgers and hot dogs and uh, tomatoes and everything then it moves straight to some black tea right it starts off by <laughs> saying from the land of darjeeling tea from the land of uh, what is it from the land of holy celebration yeah and then it goes to three different bronze boxes full of uh, dosa batter right and then it says are you looking for something new and healthy and then it comes garam dosa batter this is the only ad i see so, <laughs> wow. so, so sorry to interrupt your interesting discussion the national ads are like another level only there another trip only clearly okay <laughs> it is Who was it that shared the Gavaskar ad with us? Was that you or was that uh, Murali? Murali, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, for the benefit of our uh, listeners, so Murali is of course our uh, friendly co-host who happens to be in uh, Portugal these days, and and who uh, might course, be playing for Portugal national team very soon. Okay, we soon? expect him to yes. play. He's been watching the IPL on whatever television stream that he has, and there is only one ad that plays after every over, and the star of that ad, <laughs> drum roll, happens to be Sunil Gavaskar. Like I, I thought the whole point of commercial breaks was so you do not have to listen to him during the break, also, right? <laughs> <laughs> so there is one you have to put up with Gavaskar's commentary, then you have to put up with Gavaskar's ads, and the thing that drives Murli up the wall. is he just keeps he keeps messaging on the whatsapp group is when gavaskar calls a 30 yard circle into the 30 meter <laughs> circle and and, and murli is sitting in portugal surrounded by portuguese people at a pub screaming into the television it is yards it's not meters you fool <laughs> i'm really imagining this portuguese pub where the ipl is being screened with portuguese people watching it along with murli and He is like going off on a tangent on the metric system. Like I, I totally <laughs> this, this, this should be fun. We should talk about the cred ads, guys. Uh, they have obviously taken the world by storm since the time Rahul Dravid appeared on screen. I think this time last year as Indra Nagar ka gunda. Are the cred ads working for you guys? Does cred work for you guys? Does cred work? <laughs> Thoughts? <laughs> I mean, I've said this already. I think that. I think that there's only so much you can take 90s nostalgia and repackage it and repackage and make it eat its own ass until you finally get to a point where I like I don't understand this anymore. So and I think they're like pulling it to the point where they intend to pull it for another 10 years until everyone who's associated 90 the 90s stop being nostalgic. You forget what the <laughs> 90s were like. You remember 90s as Anu Kapoor singing Cred Bounty. The whole atmosphere has gone out of your head. It just replaces your memory. 
so i think it's just like going to get to a point where your entire normal people of you know my age our age whose memory of the 90s are going to get warped and confused where we think yeah venkatesh prasad was in a boy band wasn't he so it's just going to go <laughs> really really weird right? that one i really liked yeah i i mean the original ones were nice the initial ones were nice but i feel like it's a formula that you can't like stretch on and on and on come on guys just do something else now please i'm but see karishma kapoor in that uh, detergent ad uh, right buying an iphone charger they've got the production values like perfect right? and i think they've got the same shopkeeper selling her detergent as well or sorry the iphone charger uh, you do i mean i do i do stop and watch every time that ad comes i cannot take my eyes off anu kapoor when he shakes his uh, tushi uh, <laughs> he goes kelo <laughs> i have no idea what that is Uh, guys I, I, i don't know if you know this the 90s were not particularly nostalgic in general okay it wasn't a started <laughs> era where you look back and say oh that is such a wonderful time let's like replay that what but i'm not really okay are you saying was... that the ads that are coming out today will be nostalgia worthy 15 years from now because <laughs> do, do you actually imagine you know your metal credit card and you know your spotify ads and what not all the other fintech tech nonsense 2042 people will be tripping on nostalgia about covid okay that's all doesn't matter <laughs> Rohan Gavaskar will be playing Sunil Gavaskar in a Jamaican accent. So, we don't know. Oh my god. Isn't that already happened in 1983? No. Uh, they did that with other players. <laughs> But, yeah. Um, there is this ad. The Rupee ad featuring Ishan Sharma. Which I think is a gold nugget. Right? It's, it's a... It is just amazing. Now, we absolutely have to watch it together. And uh, unpack this ad. It is not just a... It's not just a nice ad. I mean, there is... You can write... You can write a Twitter thread about this ad. Like, <laughs> think about it. first let's start from the beginning right the choice of brand ambassador nobody until now in the world has thought of ishan sharma as someone who can be used in an advertisement right i don't think he's featured in any ad even in those ads where ipl teams you know do these brand partnerships where three players yeah yeah you're right he's in the background along with it along with the trees he's and the towers there, in the right? background he's, he's standing he's literally a tree right he's also tall enough to be a tree and so they've obviously he's not involved in the ipl uh, famously this time uh, as a player as a coach as whatever i think ishan has just received it he's not playing county cricket either he's not even cheteshwar pujara right so he's available so they've gone and got him at dirt cheap for sure right they have taken the best parts of ishan sharma and made an ad out of it right they have used his voice extensively so ishan sharma is uh, bowling in a game it's a day night game he's the bowler the jersey has his name but uh, since there's a very quirky ad his name is actually uh, spelt in reverse the way the ambulance is written on the ambulance right so the umpire by the way who sounds just like tendulkar which is the other thing i think that is the first <laughs> thing i noticed about this ad the, the umpire has tendulkar's voice for some reason i don't know if that is an in joke he's also a, a short slightly stocky fellow like tendulkar which uh, it's, uh, keeps the energy going the umpire has come panting uh, to the to the play because he had to it took time for him to pay a restaurant bill apparently and nc is late he's narrating his travels to the non striker wah sir aap bhi run up le kar aate ho restaurant mein cash kam pad gaya cash chodo rupaye karo and then he takes his position ishan sharma runs in as the bowler and bowls we don't see what exactly happens i don't know if that was an editing flaw or they just didn't care at this point we don't know what exactly happened but ishan sharma turns around in a huge appeal and this is where they have used the best part of ishan sharma which is his voice the, the cricket's most popular adam's apple uh, leading to cricket's most uh, abominable voice i would say and and they have used it in all its glory right it's it's blaring like a foghorn he goes how's that right <laughs> now 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 you need to start noticing the 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 small bits in this idea you should see what the batsman is doing normally when a when an appeal is being made the batsman is looking at the umpire with bated breath here the batsman at the striker's end is walking away he is just walking away and tapping <laughs> he's gardening the pitch and walking away okay and and ishant and teammates are and his teammates are doing all kinds of weird things in the background as well is an exaggerated appeal meanwhile the umpire and the non striker are having a conversation about the rupee card and how that would have helped him pay his bill faster right and this ostensibly is the non striker making a pitch to the uh, to the umpire to get this product and the umpire asking him instead of actually responding to the appeal from the bowler is busy responding uh, or rather you know processing in his mind whether he should be getting the rupee product or not rupee rupee sir payment ka smart aur easy tarika kitna easy just stop and pay 
So the appeal is getting louder and more and more desperate, right? Ishan Sharma turns into a, I don't know, a Shaolin fighter in the middle. He turns into, yeah, you suddenly have these Chinese lights on top. He has a nunchak in his hand. At some point in the ad, he turns into, I think, a gladiatorial fighter. And, and a pop singer. Yeah. He becomes a rock star in the end and the speakers are on fire. And by the way, in each of these scenes, the, the background fielders are also changing into props in each of these worlds. So, the, so there is groupies in the back when he becomes a rock star. And there are other Shaolin monks doing, you know, funky moves in the background when he's appealing. And in the last thing, when he's the rock star, the mic actually explodes, right? And all of that. The umpire finally learns everything about the rupee product and he finds it so good. And he's about to now uh, give his verdict. And here comes Ishan Sharma's hangdog expression where he's looking up like that with a... With a I, I don't know how to describe the smile on his face. He's convinced yeah. the umpire is going to give it out. It's a cute-ass face that he has. Endearing smile of Ishan Sharma. Ishan has acted his pants off in this ad. Like he, if there is a Emmy or whatever for Indian ad, like Goa Fest, you have to send Ishan Sharma this time. Where will Now, but here's the punchline, right? The umpire, you think the umpire is going to say it's out, but he instead says, It's outstanding. It's outstanding. The batsman has actually not been given out. Ishant actually registers disappointment at not getting the wicket and then rupee uh, end product window. I'm glad you did that whole uh, spiel, Nitin, because uh, in, a, in a real life IPL game, when the umpire reacts, Murli Karthik's voice take o- takes over for the next over, right? <laughs> so, I'm glad you did that. The, the, you know what the most bizarre part is? The most bizarre part is, the product itself. This is a Rupee ad. Let's let me clear. Rupee is not even a private company. Rupee is owned by the NPCI, which is the National ah, Payments Corporation of India, which is a consortium of banks. Look at how shitty every it's like one individual of those bank funds ads. ads then. It's like one no, of those no, no, mutual no, no, funds. No, 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 no. Amphi. Yeah. Yeah, even look at how shitty individual bank ads are. Oh yeah, there is an Ayushman Kurana ad for the uh, ICICI mobile banking that I I just feel like uninstalling the app. I'm a user of that product. I feel like uninstalling (laughs) it every time I see it. So every bank ad is terrible, but somehow you take all bank consortiums and put them together and you basically say, hey, now you make an ad about this product, which is even more ambiguous. And suddenly they have a classic, what is this? What nonsense is this? This is like the anti-CSK. Okay, how does this even work? <laughs> the, the the positive of the, all of this is, uh, I'm glad Ishan Sharma has finally monetized all his meme power, right? Like, it's all random. Twitter accounts has been just like milking him for years now. Finally, he gets to, yeah, profit a little bit of it. I hope this uh, sows the seeds for a very, uh, you know, lucrative career for Ishan Sharma as a brand ambassador. He's uh, He has the... You know, he could, he, who knows, he could become the next Ashish Nera, right? Like, nobody knew that Nera had this quirky side of him that uh, that came to the fore in the last few years. Maybe that'll happen to Ishant. Fabulous ad. Another ad that uh, caught my interest, not specifically because it's an interesting ad or anything, was Sachin Tendulkar endorsing Spinny. Uh, just seeing, Spinny is, a, is an app that where you can sell God. used cars and sell and buy used cars, presumably, and... It's funny because you have Tendulkar in his usual voice saying, Jab gaadi ke mein something of that sort. <laughs> it is quite funny. <laughs> the moment I saw that ad and saw Tendulkar, I thought, okay, there is no tax to be paid if you buy a car through spinning. Ooh, ooh. Well played. Well played. <laughs> I have to check the, the terms and conditions, but very good association. If that is what they were going for, really well played. By the other most annoying thing is the large sheer number of Virat Kohli ads. So it's like, I'm sure if you are like an RCB fan or you're a Virat Kohli fan it's really frustrating because you probably see more of Kohli in the ads than you see him on, on the pitch. Yeah. So it's like on the pitch you probably blink and you're like oh god 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 10 seconds he's just there. But then of course don't worry you'll you'll see Kohli for the rest of the match. Every ad break you're going to show Kohli to you so that you don't miss Kohli at all. Talking of Kohli ads there's one Kohli ad which just had me surprised throughout right. So this is the live space ad which is a, 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 a service that you can use to design your bedroom wardrobes etc. They have uh, Virat and uh, Anushka Sharma acting in it. And there are some versions of the ad that has just Virat. The first thing you notice is that while they have Virat, they have him, uh, you know, wearing a turban. So he's he's playing a Sardar for some reason. And under that beard and the turban, it actually takes you a little extra moment to realize that it's actually Kohli. So you're not getting the bank for buck that you are actually going for by using him as a brand ambassador. I have no idea why they made that choice. Like, is, is Punjab a big market? Are, are Sardars the people who are buying this uh, product? I, I don't know. Sorry, this exact same thing happens with the phone pay ad as well. If you see, when they have Alia or Amir, 
right? It is not apparent that it's Alia Namir. It's exactly the same thing. It takes you some time. In fact, you're looking at this and saying, is this Alia Namir? Are they? Are they? You're not sure yourself. It takes you some time yeah. and then later you realize this thing. Actually, the most bizarre one is that Ranveer Singh ad. Have you seen that Ranveer Singh ad? There is one really mental Ranveer Singh ad which keeps coming in where I don't even remember what the product is. He's, of course, dressed in some um, extremely ornate thing and he's screaming. He's playing Ranveer Singh. Singh. I, 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 I thought you were talking about the Mumbai versus GT game, but yeah, this was basically <laughs> peak Ranveer Singh. That was a bad advertisement for cricket. Oh, Shri, I've not seen this ad before. Are you thanking yourself? Thank yourself that all you can basically do is see Indian dosa and Indian batter and Indian yeah, vegan. Hey, this was a good ad, man. I, I like this ad. But you should describe this ad, PTK. I, I saw it for the first time just now. I, I Look, I'm not, I'm not going to describe this ad. This is just Ranveer Singh coming and getting an injection and just jumping around <laughs> like a chicken and then finally talking about this. You don't even realize it's Ranveer. You don't know what is going on. It's just what really bizarre. I do realize it's Ranveer. It, it does look like Ranveer Singh doing Ranveer Singh things though. With Ranveer Singh, at least you can get away doing all this, right? Because unlike a Virat Kohli, he anyway looks like random every time you look at, see him. So, it fits in. Uh, the one line, one line summary of that ad, one line summary of that ad is that it is a fresh to home ad and it's ostensibly talking about the ill effects of antibiotics being pumped into chickens by uh, pumping some antibiotics into Ranveer Singh. Who yeah. <laughs> is already very animated. Who doesn't need it. Yeah. Quasi chicken after uh, taking the shot, which is... Uh, so my piece of content, which is my IPL highlight of the week, was watching uh, Danish interview Kohli uh, for his uh, Mr. Nags show on RCB's channel. Basically, uh, the the biggest difference is with RCB, they've they've had their share of downs with uh, Dan Christian and Kyle Jamieson banning some interviews with the great cricketer and so on. But some of this content and their ability to make fun of uh, probably India's biggest superstar cricketer on their own channel is really, I think it's still endearing. They made a bunch of jokes about ducks and whether Kohli has pets. Uh, they made Kohli sing uh, Old MacDonald had a farm and then said uh, Virat Kohli lost his farm. Yeah, yeah, oh. And uh, it, it, was, it was really, really nice. I think, uh, have you guys seen it? PGK? Uh... I have watched it. I have watched it. I really liked it. I think what was really nice was... Uh, I felt that they would not go too much and they'll skirt around the form thing and skirt around the ducks thing. But I feel like he's gotten at this point where even he's able to... He's also saying that, look, I don't even know what is going on. I'm just finding out new ways to get out and this is just a phase I've never been through. And the reason I'm laughing at the end of all of this is that, okay, I guess I'm here now. This is where it is. So he's also fairly self-aware. But it's also a good thing because... I guess any other kind of interview would have gone too deep and say, oh, what are you really feeling? What is going on your mental mind? What is your state? And because it is Danish who is being a bigger fool literally in front of him, so the pressure is not on Kohli to uh, talk much about it. And there's a very sweet story about Kohli going to Thom's Bakery in Bangalore. That was nice. Uh, which I thought was very nice. I, I did not know Anushka Sharma grew up in Bangalore and she's super familiar with Mount, various parts of Mount the city. Mount Ah, Okay. RCB have done a good job over the years with their uh, content play, for sure, right? And it's a very conscious choice the team has made. It's a very self-aware team. RCB is the one team over the years has been very aware of the comedy that has been associated with them and have sort of not uh, shied away from it, right? I think even last year or the year before when they made the playoffs, there was this whole party that they had on a yacht or something. Correct. Which again was uh, where Nags was making fun of the team. The team was also taking it away. Finally, we made Correct. it to the playoffs and oh, Correct. this is great. And he, I remember in that video when they were taking the flight to the playoffs that time, Nags was like telling Kohli, let's go back home now. Like, if we go back home now, we have won. It's over. What can anybody do? We cannot <laughs> lose in the playoffs if you don't play the playoffs. That was great. Right? <laughs> so, it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. It's a very self-aware team. Even after they lose, I think, they basically make, they look at it and say, okay, fine, this is it. Yeah, the dressing room stuff, not many teams do when they lose, right? Like these guys go into, yeah. when players are having dinner, uh, Hessen speaks, Faf speaks, all of that stuff. So they don't they don't seem to care. That much. On that note, funnily, one of the teams, uh, I think when uh, LSG lost one of their games recently, I think Gambir gave them a dressing down and they put that out as content. I was like, what, what is going on? Why are you putting this out? He's like hosting the team. We did not leave it all out there. Today was bad. We gently, I don't mind losing. I hate it when we don't try. I'm like, dude, don't put all this out there. Right, like, Meanwhile, there is like RR, which is still continuing to do all kinds of weird stuff. 
Like they have one of their sponsors is Happy Low, uh, which is on the front oh, of the jerseys. Okay. I've been wondering ha- what Happy Low is until their ad came and yeah. Is it candy or? <laughs> it's candy and uh, it's dandy. I mean, yeah, it is some sort of candy, and uh, there is an ad. Uh, no, they you also should... have other stuff. They have like some dry fruits and this. Yeah, so, yeah, dry, actually, it's actually dry fruits. Actually, it's, it's dry, dry fruits. fruits. Yeah. So they have this one thing where in the corridor of the hotel where they're this thing, they have like two teams playing kabaddi. And the thing that they're playing kabaddi with, not kabaddi, but what is that thing where you have like this object in the center and you're supposed to take it and come back Pitu. to your... Uh, uh, dog and the bone. Dog and the bone. That is the one. They're playing they dog play and the bone, Happy but Lo. with Happy Low products. So the Happy Low product is in the center. And so there's Ashwin on one side and Chahal on one side and they're trying to like take yeah, this yeah, and yeah. run back. So all weird stuff is going on inside. It's <laughs> that entire team. I'm telling you, that hotel, that bubble, it is just <laughs> one trip only it is. It is Fun one... Trip. Yeah, like a Disneyland, what random waterland is going on. They have like treasure hunts running. People are like taking shirts <laughs> off in the middle of the day, jumping into the pool, diving down, all kinds of random stuff. The RR YouTube channel is one work of art. Okay, uh, you should just go see uh, it. Lots of edibles in that bubble, except it's Happy Low. Happy Low, Abhi Pilo. Now, what PGK did not mention about the dog in the bone was the way that game ended was Ashwin ran out to Chahal for leaving the line too early. <laughs> There was no, no. I, I made that up. But all right, we've uh, spoken a lot about cricket today. Uh, it's what we would like to believe, though we spent most of the time talking about ads and about the appointment of a coach and about the announcement of a retirement and uh, that later getting deleted. This is still very much a cricket podcast. Until episode twenty. By... Sorry, I was saying that until I think by next Saturday we would also know who's in the playoffs as well for sure. I think we know that already. <laughs> <laughs> But first yeah. 20 minutes talking about what went wrong with RC. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you there. Until then, this is signing off from episode number Unis of Bits and Pieces, your friendly neighborhood cricket podcast. Say bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Until next time, like us, subscribe to us, and keep listening to us. We are on Spotify, YouTube, Podkicker, Podcaster, Anchor FM, uh, Pocket Cast, and uh, Apple iTunes, and also on Android devices. Uh, yeah, <laughs> nothing else. If you go on Outer Ring Road and see the billboard, you will see bits and pieces. As well. <laughs> you will see Ishan Sharma appealing. So. We are we are usually at Silkboard Junction on Monday mornings. Yeah, that's the the reason Bangalore comes to a standstill is because people have stopped at Silkboard Junction to listen to bits and pieces. Thank you for listening. Bye bye.